Hey everyone, welcome to Strength and Vulnerability, where we open up to our vulnerable similarities through conscious conversations with some of the world's most inspiring leaders. My name is Andrew, and my personal brand is Crypto Love Ninja. And as I travel the world, I continue to meet and connect with so many incredible spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, artists, lightworkers, architects of the new earth, wizards, fairies, and you name it. So this podcast is a collection of these amazing individuals and their experiences in life and how they've navigated and expanded themselves into the vision that they hold for humanity. Because I believe by recognizing our similar experiences, we tap into the power of our emotions by feeling our connection to one another. When we show our vulnerabilities, we allow others to see deep within us where they can find evidence that we are all part of the same whole. In this recognition of oneness lies enormous strength. So today we have on Scott Murphy. For those of you who may not know, um, I met Scott in Tulum at a one of the Tulum style events, you know, spirituality consciousness events. And it was a space that was created, you know, thankfully by Scott that allowed me to kind of be open and, and to be vulnerable. And the response that I got from the people there, just giving me feedback about my vulnerability and me being open, really solidified uh, my guidance and my inspiration to create this podcast that you're listening to now. So I thought it was only fit to have Scott as Scott on as one of my you know, initial guest. And Scott is a, he's a coach and energy healer. Um, he's a higher self coach. And he also, of course, puts on and organizes uh, spiritual leadership programs, retreats and events. Um, and I believe he just told me he's writing a book now, or he's going to start writing a book. So mm -hmm. maybe he'll talk a little bit more about that in the podcast. But man, thanks for being here, Scott. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on. Andrew, it's, it's the, the honor is mine to be in connection, especially with another man that's choosing to go into that place that we've been conditioned to, to not. And how much, um, I just read something actually before this, as the universe shows us things, right? Signs and confirmations were on the path. I was reading something on Instagram from uh, someone and talking about it's time for men to rise. It's time for men to show up differently than they have um, through uh, Aubrey Marcus and, and he's in connection with Sacred Sons and now is the time. So it's an honor to be here with another brother that's choosing to uh, show up in vulnerability. And I see vulnerability as strength. Um, I used to actually say that a lot. So it's beautiful that you're calling it that. Um, that uh, vulnerability used to be a... Uh, it was weakness for me as I was growing mm -hmm. up, but we can get into that in the future or in the, in the podcast here, but it's an honor, brother. I'm so grateful. I remember that moment that we had that conversation actually after we had that, I put on the event. It was the event that I had um, at Agucati Limon back in Tulum. If anyone's listening that's, uh, that knows Tulum, check it out. Um, Koki's an awesome dude, so you should check out his restaurant and maybe do an event with him. He's always looking for conscious, awesome people. And they have and great vegan food. It's so good. It's it's good. It's his, his story is he was a lawyer. And, 
Uh, and then he's like, no, I'm going to make a do the restaurant thing and just make food that I loved growing up. And so I put on this event with Andrew and Andrew um, connected with it in a way that I didn't know because there's about 30 people there, I think. And uh, we had a conversation uh, afterwards as we were mingling. And um, I was just so clear that he had a message and a way of being that could connect so easily to other people. So I leaned in more than I usually do when I first kind of connect with someone and like, you should absolutely do this. And I'm so stoked that it's materialized and you're going to make a big impact, brother. I'm, I'm honored. Thank you, man. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, man, it's um, in, in, in my, my introduction to the podcast, I explain my inspiration and my journey, you know, in the past year that kind of led me up to, to this point in my life now. And why why i feel the strength comes in vulnerability and it's not so i mean it is in our own it is you know our own strength but if i feel that the biggest amount of strength and the impact is you know collectively and the recognition of oneness that we all have in each other from you know the emotional side of things not just so much from the the light and you know all the good things that we can do together but just in our emotions and how we can connect, you know, on a raw human level. And through that connection, I think we find a lot of strength and that's what inspired the, the name. And it's really cool that you resonate with that and um, that you even used to, you know, say that a lot. So just more confirmations, like you said. Yes. Um, yeah, man. So the first question I have for you is, you know, it's, it's a, it's an open question. So it kind of allows you to, to lead the, the conversation where you'd like, but now what are you most excited about in life right now? What am I most excited? Thank you for the question. Let's check in with my heart. Let's do, a, I'll do a pre-answer mini exercise with myself and maybe other people can follow. Um, I have a, I'm blessed to call um, Shaman Derek a friend and um, if you haven't checked him out, please do. He supported me in connecting with my heart. And this was after going on a crazy journey, um, getting one way ticket from Canada and uh, going where I'm pulled, or maybe I'm being pushed from behind <laughs> to be seen. And I would tap in with my heart. And he showed me to just close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, taking some breaths and just listen. So, this allows us to develop a relationship with a part of us that, especially as someone that was, that soul chose to be born in this lifetime in the predominant masculine energy, that end of the polarity, um, then it opens up so much. It's, it's to enable us to connect deeper with what is vulnerability, but seeing it as a strength, because when we speak those words, it resonates, it connects, it connects with self, it opens up so much. And so if I was to do that in this moment and I ask my heart, say, hey, heart, how's it going? <laughs> Every time, we're pretty tight. I love you so much. And then my whole body um, reacts and kind of like sending out those good feeling hormones. And um, so what am I most excited about? I'm excited about letting go of understanding and going forward with being in the masculine so I can be that for other people. And there was some pain recently uh, in ending a business relationship 
where I was not honoring what I am now calling divine masculine. And so this has been an underpinning call for me, a strong call this lifetime. And I've kind of danced around it and avoided it, right? Um, to just go into, I'm going to do strength stuff. Or I'm going to do a business around nutrition. Or I'm, I know I want to help people and I love all humans, but um, I'm going to help with self-love. But it's really being fully in my masculine and doing some decisive actions, really making a true decision, right? To cut off from. And um, it's led to making choices and seeing that it doesn't matter what the outcome is, as long as I was felt as clear as I could at the moment to connect with a little bit more of who the fuck I really am. I don't know if you want me to swear on this, but um, the, okay, sweet. The understanding of being whatever that is to line up and start taking actions, momentum will continue. There's no failure, right? There's no whatever that might feel like from trauma from our past or things that have been passed down to us that we're taking on. But holy shit, is it amazing to choose, okay, I'm going to connect with someone. I'm going to open up this business and I'm going to go forward. And then I'm going to learn something if it doesn't, wasn't quote successful or if it didn't get to the, the targeted outcomes that we had. So I'm, really excited about just opening up and and going forward and being seen and being a lot more out loud about it so this podcast is perfect for that so i really appreciate this opportunity brother man thank you thank you for sharing um yeah that's that's a that's a great answer and uh to me it feels like it's almost like loosening the grip of expectations of where we are in our journey and just allowing and trusting and it's it's i feel like it's tough because you know we especially, you know, being such a visual person and, you know, practicing manifestation secrets and visualization and things like that, you get into a certain position and you have this, like, you know, this, this idea and this, you know, visualization of like, what are you wanting to manifest? But we have to like hold that vision, but also, like you said, being, you know, being willing and able to just kind of let go of, of what's really not serving us and to be able to, to see that in that moment. And, you know, when life is so dynamic and we're changing so much, it's like so much time, you know, so something that could be good for us, alignment for us, you know, today, you know, by this time next week, it, it might not be serving us anymore. And yet to, to have that almost detachment from, um, you know, from these different relationships, whether it's personal or business, um, to be able to see that. And, you know, again, like you said, honor the, the, the masculine and, yeah, so that, that was a really great answer, man. I love that. Uh, really great, really great way to start the episode. Yeah, and I, just real quick, what you just spoke to, I'm not going to go on about this, but it's when you speak of loosening the grip and then you spoke of vision, these are things that are so critical to living your fully expressed life, to be in your alignment with your purpose or your dharma or your, or your energetic signature this lifetime. And you t- then you talked about perspective. And how, wait, so hold on. If we let go, things will happen. It doesn't mean not doing anything. Like I see that a lot in spirituality, in this new age. Um, People 
you, you disconnect, you go to Tulum, you travel, you go to Costa Rica, you're in wherever you are. And it still means that it's honoring um, the, the insight and the movement and the healing uh, by taking those actions. It's like something I say a lot in my personal coaching, which I'm firing up again, is um, insight plus action equals outcome. So you get a lot of insight, right? Like what we're sharing in this, this podcast. And then there's still that action step. There's still that leaning in that masculine side of the energy. And then um, the vision or outcome is gonna come out um, not like you expected as we let go of the how, which I think really connects with loosening the grip. So that's the beautiful point, brother. And, and I wanted to put that in as well. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, thanks for summarizing and bringing more magic to my summary of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next question is more along, you know, the, the judgments and the self-doubts in this process that we're speaking to of having this vision and, and letting go, how has the, yeah, the self-doubt and, and judgment of self-criticism, how has that played a role in, in this process for you? And, mm. you know, can you see, I'm sure you can, but how has that helped you strengthen yourself and strengthen your purpose? Um, yeah, and just anything you'd like to share regarding that wow wow what a potent question with uh judgment so i want to i want to see how i'm getting this how it's coming to me right now it really shows where we are in the pathway how we ask a question right like if you're supporting and holding space as you mentioned earlier that i do and um however you ask the question it's less about the question you ask more about ability to hold that space so that people choose to to share and whatever they share really shows where they are in that on their path and their journey in their life and that really connects with purpose as you you ended that question with so judgment is i believe it kind of ties into what you're speaking about before with perspective now um I think spirituality is really what is outside of what is currently held as acceptable in current convention in through the institutions, through, um, oh, fuck it, let's call it the matrix. And, and whatever it is that's outside of that seems to be coined and put in this big, broad category called spirituality. Kind of reminds me, I did biochem for a bit in the undergrad, like seems like three lifetimes ago, this lifetime. And, it seems like everything outside of um, uh, science was, was magic or something. And I think it's the same kind of thing. Why am I saying all this? Because it's just a perspective. It's just a, it's held on, it's holding on to like we we're talking about before and um, not loosening the grip and connecting with judgment of it's not fitting into the box that I have in my unconscious and subconscious. So therefore I have judgment. Therefore I have a malfunctioning wiring or something to some of that, the, the patterns aren't lining up, you know? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect that with, um, or I'm gonna allow my emotions to come up that you talked about before, I think before the podcast, we had a brief combo on emotion and the, the emotions are really just a compass 
to allow us to see where we can choose to go or avoid. And that's movement. And that's taking our conscious awareness within this brain that we have, which is a beautiful thing. And it can direct our energy. And where we direct our energy is where we can really start moving things towards that vision that we talked about. And so my own judgment of self and what comes up in this moment, shit. I was supposed to be a man. I was supposed to be doing things that were hard. I was supposed to be following the unconscious modeling from a stepdad that came in when I was about eight years old that was um, not really in touch with, with emotion. Kind of, he was the typical kind of that, that dude, you know, like was a logger and didn't finish high school and, you know, like kind of talking about walking to school uphill both ways and snow and that kind of thing, right? And that was my model. So that really sets up for um, what vulnerability was for me and what was acceptable. And I had a lot of judgment towards um, uh, what masculine is. And it just didn't make sense to me, but I was trying to really fit in. So I had this discordance or disharmony within my body walking around and really unconscious to it. So um, as I do this work and um, could spend a whole podcast on this, but um, this last year specifically started about four years ago when I said, fuck it. And I just didn't want to work anymore. And um, started doing this work and supporting people more outwardly and being of service. And um, judgment is really being the fuel to understand where it is that I'm coming from and um, where I can uh, choose to focus this conscious awareness and my energy so that I can uh, work through this stuff. And then hopefully that gives permission to other people to um, start looking at wherever they are in their journey and, and maybe they can unlock a bit more emotion. Um, and that's really what the world needs right now. So um, judgment is opportunity, but fuck, does it hurt at the time? Oh, yeah, that's powerful. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's really, really cool how I also, you know, align a lot with what you're, what you're saying about judgment. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the, the biggest struggles for me personally mm-hmm. is, you know, just the the judgment of who I am, you know, and like, you know, what I'm representing and, and just, I, I don't know where it comes from, but it's, I mean, I, I guess I think I do know where it comes from, but it's, and it's wild because like the person I am today is, you know, essentially the person that I've, you know, been dreaming of becoming since I was a kid. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't have like, you know, the, the, the monetary reflection of that, but the actual being that I am, the person, you know, me and the, the reflection that I am to others is, I mean, it's far beyond anything that I ever dreamed of becoming. And, but somehow there's still this, this threat of judgment there. And I really relate to what you said about that being uh, almost a mirror to see the opportunity that you have and to see where you're coming from. And I've been finding that so true to like, seeing every part of the things that I'm judging is like, oh, this is, these are old stories, you know, from my childhood or from, um, you know, from past generations. And recently, since I've been back home um, from Mexico and kind of connecting with, with my mom a little bit, my parents are going through some, you know, basically a divorce and 
Mm. So really having this opportunity to really, you know, kind of hold space for my mom and connect with her a little more and learning more about her history and her, her childhood. And, you know, also my early in my parents' relationship, it's, it's just brought out so much, um, so much more understanding for the, the things that I'm dealing with and my emotions. So, um, yeah, man, I, I love how, how you tied the, the judgment back to, you know, showing us where we're coming from and, you know, being able to shine the light of consciousness um, on that. And, you know, our, you're right, our emotions are like the indicator for, okay, you're feeling this way. It doesn't feel good. Where's that coming from? And, you know, just following that back to its, to its source. Oh, dude. Uh, thank you, man. Like it, it's, it's a, such a pleasure to, to be in conversation with someone that's um, choosing to become more conscious and be more out loud and really make an, an impact. Right. And, and it's coming from a place of love and support, but also, um, yeah, it, it's really cool when you speak to, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for choosing to share what's going on in your life right now. It takes something and um, someone listening to this right now, that's going to connect. That's going to connect to someone that when it's meant to. Um, so it's whatever we do, we go forward and, and it's like allowing ourselves to create more emotional sovereignty to disconnect um, in a way that's conscious. We're not shutting and numbing. That's most of my life, right? I think a lot of men, but a lot of humans, let's be honest. But the, their value is really reflected um, in our outside world, our internal value, like how we see each other, not what we think, but how our, let's go weird and spiritual for a moment, our, the vibration is really going to be reflected <laughs> on the outside of what it's not what we think it is, what we're doing, what if, like I did my affirmations this morning, what the fuck, it's not happening. It's really where are we at moving these energies? And it's not all our own stuff this lifetime. You mentioned earlier about there's, um, maybe we don't know where something is coming from. Like, why is it? Well, yeah, of course it was coming from something in our, in our quote past. Um, if we're going to go with this 3D model, right? And it's more often than not passed down as well. And it's all a continuation. So we get to choose to break those chains. I think that's an important phrase that keeps on coming up is this great divergence is happening. And then there's a few like ourselves and there, there will be more as we support and incite that in others to, to rise up, to be in there, there more of their greatness. Cause there's another thing you said around, you know, like here I am, Andrew, I'm a badass, obviously. And people are seeing that and reflecting that back to me. And what is it that we're the last people to see our greatness? The, the last, that 90 day program I did, that last business relationship, um, and I did coaching program, um, our tagline came up as we see your greatness. And so then you can be in connection with those other people. And then you have those steps to actually go forward with it. So, um, and then start a podcast, right? <laughs> like whatever it is for you, just some sort of an action or, or connection. And it can be reflected as you work on self. The first month we worked on, and this is what I do with clients, um, is the, where are we at? Like really look in the mirror to see how we're showing up. You mentioned mirror and that really goes to one of my, my mentors, Ram Das, and we're just polishing the mirror as we do this work. Um, but also it's a, a mirror and other people that we choose to spend time with. And it's not always that when we feel that we're good enough, you know, it's to go forward anyway. And I know the emotions are just like a compass or indicator, like you said, and 
um, in time, you, you're sitting in a room a year later and you're like, holy shit, these are people that were writing the books that I used to idolize and I'm just sitting here and I'm with them. And, and then now I'm on stage or maybe I'm like, whatever it is that we're looking to aspire to be, maybe it's to be a, an amazing mother or father or um, there's so many different things we can choose to do, but we know by, as we unlock and shed the things in the way of knowing what's in, knowing what's in alignment with our purpose, Maybe there's more than one, but we can choose different timelines. But dude, so cool that um, we speak about value and how it's reflected by where we truly are vibrationally within our core being. And that core being, I really believe, has a lot to do with that purpose they talked about before. And these emotions are not the enemy. They're not good or bad. But we get to also, while we're in these, I'm going to quote Shaman Derek here, biological spacesuits we're wandering around on this plain earth well shit we may as well get to know what are the predominant emotions that show up in our lives and what are the ones that we're avoiding so we can really make an impact in our lives and that's going to support us to make an impact while we're here this lifetime so yeah it's a it's a really important thing that we're going through right now in this life and um, again grateful to be here and connect yeah, man, absolutely. Very, very well said. A lot of great points there. And we had spoke about this, you know, I brought this point up before the, before we started recording, um, you know, about the power that, that comes from, you know, being vulnerable and fr from us connecting in these emotional places and realizing that we have these similar emotions and being able to open up and just see, hey, where are these emotions, you know, where are they pointing us to? What are they teaching us? And, you know, how can we harness these, because it's energy, right? It's energy in motion. Uh, how can we use this energy to, you know, propel us into, you know, the direction that we want and create the things that we, we want in life? Um, so, yeah, man, very well said. Um, that's, what, that's so, I, I know you got another question, but it's, uh, you just said energy use. And now in my pathway, I'm curious about, how do I use the energy or is the energy using me? You know, like, am I just allowing getting out of the way so that I can just be my awesome, badass self, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, that's great. Um, now the next question is, is what is the, the most powerful self-love practice that you have and how has that affected your, your trajectory in life? Mm, self-love is crucial. It's crucial. And it's also letting go of needing to go a certain way. I think that's uh, really connected to whatever you choose. I think that um, in a podcast or, or something that people are going to be consuming, it's important to give something that's really easy. And so people will actually show up and do it. I have a background. I, I did. <laughs> this is an insight into my life a little bit, my past, um, that I took all the training to be a personal trainer, you know, um, then I was on a pro triathlon team and I didn't even get money for it. I was just like, I'm just going to go volunteer at the YMCA, <laughs> you know, like show up. I'm like, wow, how was that person? Where was my self-worth, you know, like my, my esteem. So when you speak of trajectory, which is such a pretty cool word, um, the, it allows us to see that there was a path and allows us to see that, um, the, the actions that we took, those, those small things, the small actions really add up to um, how we're really showing up in life. And it, another thing is, and I've already got it, so you can't get it. What if it is simple.com? 
you know, like what, what, if, what if it was simple, like it, it, to be with practice and it's the one that you're going to follow through and do that's going to really support. So I love the hard one. Let's go to that. Like you, you connect in, um, maybe it's weird, but all we're doing is we're developing a relationship and this can lead to connecting with your guides, connecting with divine or source or nature is connecting with your higher self and that as a higher self coach this is what i really focus on so that you can show up in anything you do like tony robin has it dialed in i i've drifted from his teaching since but um that if you really connect with self-love you're going to connect with and the outcome is going to have a lot to do with um how you are in a relationship with yourself if you feel good about yourself you want to get up in the morning. You want to, you know, uh, do whatever it is and follow through on these amazing things that you're passionate about and get these outcomes as well while we're here in this, this 3D plane, then you're, you can promote it in a way that Tony Robbins does. Like, then you'll have better sex. Then you'll have more money. Then you'll have all these things. And it all comes back to self. It's just, it's this industry. You have to, seems like there's a need to market to, the, the humans so that um, they can really understand um, after they sign up for something or they listen to your podcast or they, um, so to answer your question more directly before I go on that tangent, which I would for hours, is that um, a self-love practice is to really just check in with yourself, be conscious with one thing that you can do for yourself, whatever it is. You know, um, something that I do with the one-on-one -on -one clients is we start with getting a checklist. Like, let's get, usually that leads to quick support around supporting them with what is a relationship with checklists, right? Just getting stuff done. So why don't we just pick one thing that's going to make the highest impact in my life that is the easiest for me to do. So let's get some wins. Let's really show that we do love ourselves because what we're doing through self-love and whatever practice we choose, we're, we're choosing to fall in love with ourselves again. We're choosing to really connect with when we were three, we liked popcorn. I did. My mom always had it. So I have some popcorn and it's got that really deep seared in fired and wired neurons when way back when to popcorn was a good thing. There's good emotions around it. There didn't seem to be any trauma attached to it. So that's going to really support me. But to answer your question and to give some value to whoever's listening to this, just pick one thing that is, that is and may think it's too easy, but let's record it. And then let's see some wins. And then a week later, you can look back and say, oh, shit, I did floss my teeth every day. Or maybe I put a percentage and I was going for 70% and I, and I got it. That's a win, you know, like in the personal development world, you hear a lot about do 1% a day when I was on the pro triathlon team, never do more than 10% intensity or speed and that kind of thing, right? There's these numbers that help us so we can keep it small, keep it manageable, keep it so that we're actually going to follow through and do it because the best laid plans, right? <laughs> if we don't do it. So I'm really coming at this from different angles to drive home the point that if you're listening to this right now, the only thing you really need to remember is I'm going to choose that one thing. I'm going to tell someone outside of myself, maybe a coach, um, maybe a friend or something like that, that I'm going to be doing this and then I'm going to track it. And then I'm not going to beat myself up because it's about developing a relationship with that habit, which is going to develop a relationship with deeper self-love with yourself. And that's super key. It's really, really key. It doesn't matter what you do, where you're doing it. 
um, yeah, so hopefully that adds some value. Yeah, man, I, I love that answer. Um, that's super practical and, you know, very, it's, it's very like a logical, you know, it's from the, yeah, from, from a logical perspective and just of doing things that, you know, are going to make your, it's going to improve your life, right? And it's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's yeah, can gonna, I ask you, what, what would be one thing for you? Let's, let's do a live. What's one thing that you're kind of putting off and it's to give you a bigger impact, but it could be simple. Um, and you know that it would make an impact. Like, oh, I'm going to read 30 minutes a day or something. What would, what would mm. one be for you? A task to get, a task to complete? Sure. Like that if you did it once a day or something would, would make an impact and it doesn't have to be big. Mm. I, would, I would say I, yeah, reading or listening to an audio book, um, getting back to that in the morning, like adding that and being consistent with that in my, my morning routine. Because um, that's the, the, the best days that I've had energetically, you know, is that morning routine of um, meditating, yoga, and then reading something or listening to an audio book. Right. The ritual, it yeah. It doesn't matter um, what the rest of my day looks like. If I get mm -hmm. that out of the way, like I just feel accomplished. I'm just such in a, in a high vibrational state that it's, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. And lately it's just been, I've kind of been, you know, slacking on the yoga and just, you know, just okay, so I'm going to, I'm going I'm to interrupt you um, with a purpose in this moment and we can uh, move on to whatever amazing question you have next. But um, the, uh, we speak to, we're very powerful. We're very powerful. We've been talking about energy and what you speak into will become reality, right? Like, and if we have that connection and we're talking about their value being reflected from what's going on inside, like we can speak to like, okay, well, we didn't do this or we weren't doing this, but what if we were to train ourselves not to? Joe Dispenza, as I was just at his retreat, really focuses on this and how much power we truly have. We're, we're, we're gods walking around. And so um, that you speaking to that, like how easy was that, right? Like, I'm gonna read, awesome. Okay, cool. What does that give you? All right, cool. Maybe look, I'll give you an, a writing exercise. It's a journal entry. It's a, it's a week from now. We're at the top of the mountain. We're looking back down and um, you've already accomplished it. How did that feel? What did, was your day like? You already told me that. So whoever's listening to this right now, take that on, keep it simple and, and um, really be out loud about it um, with yourself. And it's going to really make a huge impact. So thanks for doing that with me. Yeah, no, no, thanks for putting me in that position. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's cool, you know. So, so you're going to do it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let me know in a week. <laughs> okay, yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. Um, yeah, the, the next question is, what's your biggest challenge? And, and, and I know that you had, um, I don't remember if it was while we were recording or before we started recording. I think you actually mentioned it both times, but um, dealing with kind of a business relationship. So maybe you can relate to that. But the question is, what's the biggest challenge in your closest personal relationship? And mm. how are you navigating that? No, it's actually a different one. Um, but it's, it was poignant, but now it's getting more positive. And with my mother, my, my birth mother, shout out if you're listening. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Is uh, we we haven't all we have. She's kind of like being the one that's always been there. You know, if I go to my story that I've done a lot of work on, so I don't really have the energy. So 
Um, I speak to not going back to re-traumatizing yourself and focusing on trying to dig into the, dig out the root trauma, you know, like when was it that my world changed? But if you do a lot of this work and, um, and you move the energy, it can become a testament to how other people can go from the pit to the paradise, you know, it can go from something that happened you're like, holy shit, him too. I'm not the only one. And he got out of it. So I'm going to support by myself by really following through and maybe what he did or his plan or his, or his story. Um, and that makes the world a better place. But going back to mom, <laughs> she, uh, she was always there. Like dad left when I was two, He's an alcoholic, didn't really know him. You know, there's another guy came in, left. There's, I, my soul really chose a path to get more in tune with what is the divine masculine? What does it look like to commit fully, to protect the sacred, to be in true integrity with self and others? And that's how I, I'm currently defining divine masculine and embodying that more, right? Like we're talking about vibrationally, what is going on, not what I'm saying, not what I'm thinking. So the, why am I saying all this? I'm sharing because it connects into this past or this very recent call and connection I've been making with intention and love um, with my mother. We, I haven't really talked to her for over a year and I've been just traveling and going, yeah. Just, and so I've been in avoidance of my relationship with nurturing my own feminine within ourselves, right? Like, let's look at that simple. I love simple. Like, what if it was simple.com? What if it was simple? Look at the yin yang, right? Like, we're looking at how there's lots of black on that side, a lot of white on that side. But then we also got those two little dots that are the opposite color. And I think that's divine masculine to be in a more balanced state, but being more predominant in that one energy. It's all about polarity. So that creates movement, that creates. Um, yeah, not going to get into that. I'm going to answer your question. So the connection with my mother and how that's being strained and um, how it's all connected. And so me choosing to do this, to really step into my power and to be out loud and um, start this new business venture, I couldn't skip around anymore, charm my way through or avoid the relationship with the feminine within me the feminine energy and of course that's going to be connected with my mother so I got really honest and I looked in the mirror and like for real like go do this and um have a conversation with yourself and and seeing well how have I been showing up in that relationship and that person hasn't been going super deep into getting all the support and I'll, last three, four years to work through stuff. Of course, they're gonna be where they are. And I love them anyway. That's why it goes back to my man, Ram Dass. <laughs> you know, I wanna speak from love. I wanna love everybody. But I also wanna speak my truth from love. And usually people come from one or the other. And that was one of his teachings he was given by his guru. And I've really been looking to embody that. So I had the opportunity to speak from love because I'm really coming from that energetically more and more to, to be that for the world and, and for myself. We talked about self-love, that's the key, right? And then I could show up and I just talked to my mom and I just said all the stuff and then we're connecting and she's crying and I'm like, holy shit, and this moving, this moving in me. And so it's, um, and then connecting to what this podcast is about and part of your mission this lifetime, if I'm gonna be so bold, is to support people to connect with themselves, connect with vulnerability, because it is a strength. It's the sense of, um, but Aubrey Marcus post just uh, 
was going through the feed, checking, responding to something for this podcast. And there is this, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, there's to be so, um, for the masculine to be so strong that they're soft, you know, that really connected with me. I haven't even really processed it yet, but it, that there's something to that, that we can show up. And what is it that my mother represented? And what was I holding on her still? How was I showing up? So I was, I was able to express and I, I have hope, but I have less expectation than I used to that how it's going to go. And I think that's going to allow there to be a deeper relationship with me. She's back in Canada. I'm still in Mexico, um, but I'm wanting to like set up a, I don't know, weekly call or something to stay in connection with that person. Cause um, I'm going to end with this is um, they, there's a lot of, um, I'm finding in the spiritual community or personal development that we're taught to, um, if something's toxic, right? Like rise above it. Like don't be in that relationship. The, the sum of the five people around you, that kind of deal. Um, it's going to end up, it's just going to be who you are. But I think it's, I'm finding that I'm circling back to family. That's blood, that's energy. Like I'm starting to learn so much about myself because of my choice to be vulnerable, to see how much I'm like my mother. Of course I'm like her, right? Just like I'm like my father that, that um, wasn't around for my lifetime, like physically. But there's, there's an enduring legacy that's transferred into how we are. And if we're in suppression of any part of it, we're not going to realize our true greatness this lifetime, you know? It doesn't matter what timelines and she would while we're here. So um, goes back to my mom and, and being connection and, and um, having less expectation, just like you've been doing the work too, right? And I'm hearing about the, what's, what's being chosen between your parents. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's for us to, to really learn for ourselves and just, just keep on showing up and deepening that relationship. And um, I feel that the only way that I've found a, a good definition for vulnerability for me or how to make deeper connection is for two people to choose to go to whatever their vulnerable is and you can feel it and then say it anyway. And I feel like that's the only way you can really get into deeper connection. And that's what I did with my mom recently. And that's what I'm going to continue doing out loud. So other people can um, do that more and it's going to really shift consciousness. So that's an amazing question. Thanks for asking it. Yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for opening and sharing a beautiful, um, yeah, beautiful response. Wow. And, and I, I really feel, yeah, really it's, yeah, no, no uh, coincidence that, you know, we're, we're having this discussion and, you know, we're both in these similar places of these you know, same discoveries of, um, really what you said about learning more about about your mom how it's teaching you more about yourself and it's it's so true um since i've been back home i came back home a few days before christmas and um spent you know i think a week or maybe two weeks you know back at my parents house and um just seeing yeah just seeing the way that that you know the programs and my dad runs and you know the way he is towards my mom and just seeing kind of this physical representation of, you know, a cold, shut down, masculine, who's not in touch with his emotions. And then seeing, you know, the feminine there that is just raw emotions that just wants to be heard and felt. And seeing those two, you know, representations in myself, 
and how those, you know, I'm literally, you know, the physical combination of my, of my parents, right? So it's like, now I can, I can see that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so weird, you know, it's almost like seeing a video game in real life or something. It's, it's, oh, the, it's the craziest thing. And yeah, man, it's just, it's taught me so much about myself and, and, and so much about just the world and how the energies work, you know, and how they, how they work and play. And just, just seeing how that if the masculine energy is able to, to open up and feel his own emotions and be in touch, like how, gracefully and easily he can connect with his self and his feminine and the other feminine and it's just like so much healing that takes place in that vulnerability that it's yeah, it's it's powerful it's there's a lot of strength in it yeah it's so it's so incredibly powerful and you know i feel like i should actually this speaks to something and how we can show up and how we can you, you spoke to self-love and you asked about that question um on purpose and it seems like it's tying back in this moment again, for me at least, that with self-love and how we show up for each other, or for ourselves, um, it's going to support those around us. So for your father, for your mother, for my, my parents, for who's listening to this in this moment, um, we're alive on this planet in this land of duality and this heavy 3D realm. But we chose this. And so if we allow that to be, and we can't think our way through it, there has to be experiential um, process or, or systems and to support us so that we can use that logic, like you said, and a lot of people would ascribe logic to the masculine um, and to, to go, to allow that structure to, to be okay, to not damn it. To, as in don't put it like give it a negative vibe it's part of who we are and we're the feminine and we took away those two words which is the human's attempt to to give something something we can hang our minds on and connect with um it's just energy like you said everything is energy and this is a shout out real to uh any joe spender fan but it's energy like if you hear any of his stuff, he says that all the time <laughs> yeah. and people are like, yeah, I know that. But going back to Aubrey Marcus, because uh, and why it is that I was pulled in this moment to um, support another brother that's choosing and he's just further down the path this lifetime. And that's where I see myself continuing to go um, is that what is it for Scott to have easy access therefore less resistance to supporting and propping other people up to really like, if I'm looking at my Instagram lately, it's like, Oh, I got to do my own thing. Here we go. I'm like, Oh, that guy's post is amazing. Or that person's amazing. It's okay to also support ourselves and be allowed with that. And I think that's a true act of self-love. It doesn't have to be that either or it's conversation. It's an and conversation. We can be in love with ourselves and we can love others. So when you speak, go back to Ram Das, who I really connected is that to love everybody is to love ourselves too and tell the truth. So we get an opportunity to speak it out loud. So why I look to someone like Aubrey Marcus these days is that he's this, as we were talking about, um, what we've been talking about, um, that he spoke to now is the time. And I found the post here. 
for men to rise, men so strong they are soft, men who love with the ferocity of the eternal sun holding the power of nuclear fission lightly enough to warm the skin. That's poetic, it's beautiful. And wow. yeah, and because he's done a lot of focus on, on taking action in a way that has allowed himself to be more in touch with who he truly is this lifetime, be in connection with his soul's expression through the incarnate that he is. And that's what I'm doing as well. And that's what you're doing. And we're choosing to be leaders in this. And it's really powerful because other people will be in connection with this energy as we are more allowed with it. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to share that and, and, and knowing that it's possible for us to be allowed as well, it's possible for us to um, show up in our greatness. There's that quote that, that um, is misattributed to a lot of people, but I think it's Winston Churchill it started with, about, and it's a longer quote, look it up, that our greatest fear is not that we're um, not enough, that we, we aren't loved, we're not worthy of love, it's that we're truly great that we are beautiful, that we are handsome, that we are brilliant, that we are um, all these amazing things and to be seen as that. And that um, we can read in a, a lot of posts and memes and things, but what are we gonna do, you know? So I keep coming back to this and propping you up, man, because it's easy for me. But it's also, if I speak about it, it allows me to, it doesn't make it as less value either if it's easy. It's kind of going back to that, if it's hard, it has value thing. Because it's just that perception, that just that connection that we were talking about earlier in the podcast today. It's just like there's the just being more conscious of what we're doing and where we're focusing our energy. Because, oh man, it's, uh, how about, oh, woman. Um, as we open up and be more vulnerable, it's going to allow the masculine to really support and create that structure so the feminine can can blossom and flourish because the, the i'm going to end with this is the, um, the i i was going through a procedure <laughs> um a process and um the insight that i got from it it just would not it, it had to be heard um was that the, the feminine has been on guard for so long and so how, what it is for me as a man this lifetime, how can I show up to honor and protect that sacred um, part of the energy that we are this lifetime and it's embodied in the feminine. So it's, it's really beautiful that we get to speak out loud like we are in this moment between you and me, brother to brother and, and seeing how that can really shift the energy. So thank you. Thank you, yeah man, thank you for just being and expressing yourself so deeply. And I love how that's, you know, you, you kind of tied the question of, um, you know, not really the question more so, but the topic of personal relationships and caring for family and connecting to, to being, you know, to the self-love. And uh, the quote that you said about loving yourself is to love everyone mm -hmm. um, or loving everyone is to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And, kind of leads me into to my, my wrap-up question um, or one of the wrap-up questions, but is what kind of future are you visualizing for humanity? Hmm. And what can the listeners do to positive, positively impact that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. What, can, what is the future? This two-parter. I love it. 
So the first part what comes up on as if you can't tell if you're listening to this right now that this is just what's coming through me in the moment. And of course, it's going to come through my own filter um, uh, and allow myself to be expressed in my own way. That's why it's okay to start being um, seen and heard and seen in your greatness. Greatness is not the opposite of um, what you may think it is. Greatness is just being more in tune with who we are and what our soul chose to express this lifetime. And um, we're, if we're choosing to ignore that, that's okay. It's about loving that version that's ignoring it. And that's why we have that um, opportunity, opportunities to continue choosing to come back to how we can continue to show up. So in a roundabout way to answer the question, there's a sense of, well, shit, there's a lot of movement right now. There's a lot of, there's a great divergence where it keeps on coming to me. And now that I can take the 3D stuff and it's connected with connection with divine as I've been almost conditioned to speak to it, we are all energy as you spoke and we're able to open up um, the, the light within us and it can pour out the more that we speak from our truth and come from love and where there's resistance to that there's going to be um, an impedance or a stoppage of flow and the world itself is just an expression just like we were speaking about earlier um, so let's make it easier to digest if you're listening to this um, that how our vibration within our body is being mirrored on the outside and that is our experience if it's the amount of money we have it's the relationship and the quality of it and um, any aspect of that wheel of life that we can look at it's being matched by our external vice versa but what do we have to choose what is it to choose and a lot of people are choosing right now well, first, the people are waking up to know that they have a choice. Like I remember I had a client a couple, of, a year ago, a couple of years ago. Um, if you're listening to this, I think it was less than a year ago. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, that he couldn't believe it. It was like a month into coaching. It's like, holy shit, all these people are walking around. Don't they know that they have a choice? That they can do something differently? That they, can, they don't have to do this monotonous drudgery of being within like this nine to five world and, and like never be good enough. And I need a new iPhone. I need to new this. I need to new whatever. Don't they know that? Like, I know, isn't it amazing? But I love them too. I love yeah. them fully. I love them all. I love them from my, because I love myself more and more and I allow myself. It's not that I love myself more. It's, it's that I, I'm letting go of the stories that I don't. You know, it's like shedding the thing, you know, it's like the, the Michelangelo story of how um, he, how he, he made this amazing sculpture of David, which really made an impact on me when I first saw it um, in Venice or in uh, uh, Florence. And the, um, he just chiseled away the stuff that was in the way of that, you know, and that's how we are. There's just, a, there's just a block of marble or a lot of us are walking around like a block of marble. It's called that unconsciousness. It's also a gradient. So love whatever version you are. Love whatever level of consciousness you're at. As a higher self coach or a consciousness coach, I've chosen that title because it supports people to open up to possibility, but it starts with self-love. It starts with understanding that it's okay, that it's going to suck 
<laughs> to to break out of um, like we're built to to stay in patterns. That's what's given us the opportunity to um, propagate the human species. We didn't. We were programmed not to take risks. I used to always say this story that it's like me and Andrew are going down to the watering hole and. Andrew, shit, dude, sorry, but you just got eaten by a saber-toothed tiger or a velociraptor or something. And thanks. Thanks. Guys. I need to, hey, it happens, you know, circle of life. And the, the, um, I need to remember that quote, unquote, negative feedback. It's not good or bad, but man, do we ascribe meaning to it and say it's a bad thing. I just witnessed a murder. We didn't need to go to trial. Let's take this velociraptor to court. We need to really figure this out. And then we're going to have sides about this velociraptor, right? There's going to be pro-velociraptor and um, anti-velociraptor. But we're still giving energy and focus. We're taking that mind that I was mentioning to, that instrument to focus our energy. Like the, there's, and that energy is focused in a way so that it can be focused on something other than the anti or for the pro or the against, the duality of staying in that disempowering loop. And it's okay that most people are doing that right now, but people are, uh, they're waking up, they're becoming more conscious. They're, they're like, holy shit, I'm, I'm Michelangelo um, or Michelangelo's David. And um, I, I'm so much more than that. I have this opportunity to realize who I am, but it's gonna be uncomfortable because that's how we've been programmed to stay within I need to remember that negative feedback from you getting eaten by that velociraptor. And uh, you know, like, I have to, because that's what's enabled me to not die. It doesn't matter, like we're not programmed to thrive. We're not programmed to open up into, predominantly we've been talking about greatness and that's okay. But <laughs> there's people that are starting podcasts brother or doing whatever it is so that we can um, show the light, be that beacon, right? Like be that lighthouse. Lighthouse isn't running around trying to like save people. It's just sitting there shining its light. And I'm shining a light right now in this moment on that a lot of people are focusing on trying, <laughs> this is a bit ridiculous, but I got to keep on going with it, but, but, but taking to court and um, having protest rallies against the Velociraptor for eating Andrew. It's, it's just that, that's not really gonna support overall, you know? So, um, oh, thank And um, the, the allowance for us to be more of who we are and to, and I know that I just opened up something there, which is fucking great. You know, people are gonna speak to, well, you, there needs to be energy on the other side for it to move. And I, I'm very open to another discussion around that, but it's just kind of like, let's be curious and not um, judge someone. We spoke with judgment on, on some opinions or ideas because you and myself and who's listening to this in this moment and hearing these words and the vibration that is connecting with your being in this moment, we are not our emotions. We are not our past actions or actions or future. We're whole, we're valuable, we're loved. We have so much value. We don't need to do things to be valuable and we get to choose to be in alignment so those things happen. We're more in flow. So I see the, the humans evolving. I think there's a great divergence to um, those that are um, being activated at an accelerated rate. It's, it's pissing off a lot of people that are quote, light workers that have been working on this for decades. And, but it's a beautiful thing to have more people that are shining more light and, and opening up to possibility and 
and you can have the money, you can have the support, you can, you can be in this 3D world and, and learn to play it and love yourself through it as well and be into spirituality. It's a lot of ands. It's, not, it's, it's yeah, like man. a lot of division. So that's where I see it going. I think I answered the first question. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And, and I think to just kind of you know, sum up your answer, I think it came back to self-love again. And you yeah. spoke about the, the patterns that we have you know, as innate human beings and breaking through that. Um, and it's almost like this, the energy of love is, um, it's, it's like, I mean, it's like light dissolving darkness, you know, and it, it allows us to, to transcend the patterns instead of having to break through them. We just, you know, we, we, we transcend them and we create new patterns from ourselves out of self-love and, you know, out of, um, yeah, stepping into our, our, our highest calling and, you know, a purpose and a passion and following our bliss and what brings us more of that vibration of love. Um, so beautiful. Yeah, man. And is there, you know, I'm, I'm curious, you, you've mentioned um, like a couple of, um, a couple of different mentors for you. Um, mm. you you've quoted, you've quoted a, a quite a few people, including Ram Dass. Um, so I'm curious, my, my kind of my last question to wrap up is like any books, um, or, you know, you, you, you've also mentioned, um, Joe Dispenza and Tony Robbins. So is there any like specific books or, um, teachings that, that you would recommend to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I used to read voraciously. You can tell I read a lot cause I use the word voraciously, but like, <laughs> I, I was really connected with needing to have the answer outside of myself and it really supports, you know, um, it, it I've heard this before that, you know, you start pouring quote, good stuff in, it's eventually it's going to come out. And then to fast forward 20 years later, just Joe Dispenza speaking about how you're going to do enough of that self-love practice. You're going to do this meditation every day. You're going to do reading the book. Like you said, you're going to do some yoga. It's going to make an impact and it's going to really, it's going to, as you connect with that unconscious, the subconscious it's going to start spilling into your conscious life. So it's a beautiful thing to have these opportunities to connect with other people's energies and books and podcasts and, and that kind of external support so that we can have that system. But before I recommend anything, um, a, a teaching I've taken on recently is that to really honor and be conscious along the process and knowing that it is a system, it is someone else's ideas, it is someone else's energy. And that hopefully we can learn something through that process and that's how humans are set up to do it but hopefully we can dissolve that method or that book, that procedure that got us there. So we can still be more conscious and open. Like, I hope that I'm still more open when I'm saying something and it feels like I really believe and it's in tune with me and it's vibrating and maybe it's connecting with you, but hopefully I'm still open to have someone with a different point of view so that I can um, be, oh shit, yeah, this is gonna change and this is how we grow. Um, and humans gotta be growing. You speak of Ram Dass. Um, I didn't have a, a living mentor, so I went to a non-living and Ram Dass connected with me in a deep way. <laughs> he just loves, there's so much love. Um, probably because I'm some white guy from Canada, but and he, he, he was a name other than Ram Dass and then he went off um, to India and now he's known as Ram Dass. He also passed away not long ago. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I, I want to be able to answer. I, I promise that I'm going to be able to be more succinct and short in answering, but who is the listener 
that I'm recommending to because I've been on a journey that's very accelerated and different people resonate at a different time. Like Wayne Dyer did not connect with me three years ago, but I picked him up a year ago and it did. So who's the, who's the person that I'm recommending the, the book to? That's a great question. If, if I could see into, you know, who's going to be listening to this podcast in the future. Yeah, then, sure. Uh, well, whatever. Um, I mean, the, the, the last guest, he, he kind of did this, uh, he answered this question very, uh, a little more eloquently than giving a direct, a direct answer. But um, yeah, he, he explained, you know, if you're, if you're looking for, um, you know, more love in your life, as an example, then, you know, mm. this is, you know, read this book, or, you know, if you're you know, trying to manifest money, then this. So, okay. but yeah, to your point, you know, because everyone is in a different place in their journey, but I mean, just, just, yeah, a book or a teaching that really impacted you. And this it's, it's more about, you know, you and in your perspective and speaking from your voice. So, um, cool. yeah, man, just, just share, you know, to, to wrap up, what would be something that a teaching or a book that you would recommend to the listeners? Well, I re-listened to the alchemist and that was pretty cool. I was driving around with my buddy that I met in the mastermind in, in uh, Vegas um, before I came down to Mexico beautiful family, beautiful man. And he has an amazing story of like being down and out bottom of like living on the street to literally a ray of sunshine in an alleyway on this book, The Alchemist. And then he read it and it turned himself around like these amazing stories. So that made a really big impact on him. And then fast forward 30, 40 years later, we're driving around in Chiapas, Mexico, just up from Guatemala. And I'm listening to again, we're listening to the audiobook, and it really connected with me differently. So I think that's an accessible book for people to connect with. Um, another book that my mother kept on trying to, like she literally gave it to me three times at different points of my life. And I was so stubborn and rebellious that I didn't read it until uh, a girlfriend at the time recommended it. Um, and that was The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan mm -hmm. Millman, I think. Um, that, that speaks to my journey. I was like, oh my God, I'm there. That's where I am. Um, that, that supported, but I have hundreds of people want to reach out. I'd love to support in a way of wherever you are and recommending something you spoke of love. Hmm. Well, my edge right now, meaning like something that was taboo and where I'm seeing is access to power, which is energy, which is who we are and being fully expressed this, this lifetime, right? In our energetic signature, um, uh, uh, friend, um, shit, what's that book name? Oh, uh, is looking into what is Tantra? What is that edge of sexuality? Um, money and power, right? Money and sex are the things that we're not meant to be in connection with because that's where the power is. And then we can't be controlled. So um, reading The Way of the Superior Man by David Data, again, really supported me to tune into um, who I truly am. So I definitely recommend that for any men out there. And, and for women, Mantak Chia, um, uh, has um, just anything from him. There's a specific one, I'm not going to find it in this moment. Um, I'll look into that. So, yeah, awesome. those are, thank Great. you for yeah. asking the question. Yeah, man. And, and I'll, I'll list those in, in the description of the episode here so you guys can, can find those. Um, and then the last question is where people can find you. See, I already I had a lead up to this and I didn't even know it. It's like um, being in receiving. We're talking a lot about energy talking about giving and receiving and it's like to open up here's another bonus book the go giver it's a really short book about giving and receiving and how it's not better to give than receive 
it's the whole cycle. And um, uh, so thank you for asking that question. I'm in receiving of that and so that I can serve and give more and support. Um, you can find me through my Instagram page, which is Scott A. Murphy, which is S-C-O-T-T-A Murphy. And um, you can go, there's a link there for current offerings. Just follow my page, um, reach out, send me a DM. They are open. Um, I get back to them as soon as I can. I'm doing voicemail, voice texts now back to people. Um, if you have ideas for what, um, if you follow my IG already, then I'd love to hear from you on how I can better serve and support, really listen. I, I learned from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk a lot about just listen, just listen with love from people and, and then be in support of that as long as it's in alignment with your purpose. So um, reach out to my IG and um, don't have a website right now, changing businesses. But thank you for that question. And, and I look forward to connecting in the future. And if, you, uh, if you're looking for support, or connection or collaboration or another podcast, I am wide open right now to uh, get my message out there and to be in support of this great change that is happening. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Scott, man. Thank you. Thank you for, for expressing yourself and, and coming on and being raw and being vulnerable. And, you know, I hope that there's a, a lot of strength that the listeners can, can take away and, you know, it's simple action steps. Um, you know, like you mentioned of just, doing a couple tasks that, you know, would make you feel better. And Shit, start with one, start with one, you know, maybe it's just, yeah, listen, maybe it's listening to the, this entire podcast, you know, yeah, that could be your first task. If you're maybe listening you to this right now, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. And from self-love and to, you know, seeing our, ourselves and our, and our parents and seeing how, you know, we can learn the lessons to love ourselves more and honor ourselves more. And then we can, you know, then, you know, in turn, love the world and, and show up better for, for our own purpose. So, so, so much greatness in, in this, in this episode. And I'm really grateful to, um, to have this opportunity to, you know, provide a platform for you to share your voice, to hear from mm -hmm. you and to connect with you a little more. And, you know, I, I, yeah, I look forward to, you know, our next podcast or our next event together or, um, whatever, you know, comes through, um, I look, definitely look forward to that. So thank you so much for your time, Scott. And, yeah, man. Hope you have an amazing day. Brother, thank you for saying that it's received and I'm listening with love. Um, and one thing that I'm seeing this moment is to choose to be vulnerable as we end this, is that um, I think you should have the last word, but um, the, the sense of that I didn't speak to my coaching. I am taking on clients again. I am opening that up. I'm less focused on the retreats and um, uh, gatherings as they happen but that happens more organically depending on where i am in the world but um, i do online coaching and it's very powerful it connects with a whole array of of tools like hundreds of tools and now i'm tapping in energy work and spirituality so i can be that higher self coach so i am open and looking to take on calls from people um, to see if there's a fit um, so i'm i'm so grateful for this and it's like it's not that if someone else is supporting someone else, there isn't there. It's that there isn't enough to go around. It's the more of us to see your greatness is to see that there's abundance everywhere, you know, like listen to this podcast and then and connect to another one as well. You know, look at me as a coach, but someone else as well. It, it, there's so much there. And so I'm so grateful for this connection brother. And I'm so, so honored that I was part of your journey and that um, my, my energy and, and being, 
um, inspired something in you to take that action step, you know, um, to, to start this. And it's an honor. And I look forward to coming on again and see how both of our lives have changed since then. And um, however else I can support and serve, I am open. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, man, absolutely. You're, you're so welcome. And for those of you that uh, feel, feel the call and resonate with Scott, um, his, his Instagram link will be in the description and please reach out to him, connect. He, he's amazing and he, you know, has, has a beautiful heart and uh, so much to offer. So um, yeah, I, I hope, that, hope that there's some connections made there and some lives change and- um, Can't yeah, do it alone. <laughs> we can't, no. no we never did. It's, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm on the podcast and that's why I'm creating this is to facilitate um, us all connecting deeper. And yeah, man, it's been a great episode. I'm so grateful for all the, all the wisdom and, and vulnerability and the knowledge that, that has transpired here in the last uh, hour or so. So um, yeah, thank you guys for listening and look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Much peace and love.